Hey guys, so things look a little different. It's kind of weird that we're not all together on a Sunday night, um, but wherever you're watching from, first, I hope you have enough toilet paper. Um, I also hope that you are healthy. Hopefully you stay healthy. Thankfully, we have technology so that we can still meet in a way through a screen um, and do church together. So tonight, it will obviously look a little bit different, but we still wanna continue with our series called Healthy. And it's kind of ironic that this is a series that we happen to be going through while COVID-19 is going on, um, but that's where we're at. So I wanna spend about the next 20 minutes or so chatting with you guys. There are gonna be some interactive moments, so make sure you're following us on Instagram. You can find us at the Project YEG. So as we've been going through this series this month, I wanted to personally challenge myself and ask, okay, where can I grow? Like what area of my life can I implement more healthy decisions? And I came to this decision that I'm actually, I'm very proud of. And guys, it's because of this choice that I've implemented. Guys, I've been sleeping better, I'm reading more, my house is cleaner, I'm pretty sure I'm like a better friend and daughter. And all of this is because I chose to give up Netflix for the month of March and also reduce my time on Instagram. So I've always said that I wanted to go off Netflix. I've been saying it for like two years. So I'm very proud of myself. But at the same time, and in a much more real sense, um, this decision is slowly killing me. Because you know when the worst possible time to go off Netflix is? It's when the government and health officials tell you to stay inside with your TV to avoid getting the virus. Um, so it's been a struggle, but my house really is very clean. But what about you guys? I wanna hear from you. Has there been an area in your life where you've always wanted to grow in or just challenge yourself? but you have yet to do it. So I wanna give you one minute, go to our Instagram story, answer that question, and then we'll come back. Okay, so I wanna know is, why do we do this to ourselves in the first place? Like, why do we want to challenge ourselves like this or force ourselves to grow? So I think if we're being honest with ourselves, a lot of us, we're fine just to spend an average of three, four hours on our phones um, with our TVs. Like, we're fine just to not sleep, not see our friends so that we can just binge watch a series for six hours. Like, I'm sure some of you are fine to quarantine yourself. Like young adults today, we are known as like the me generation. We love just to pick ourselves. So listen to this. Past generations, they had described today's young adults as selfish, self-obsessed, and lazy. But there is a flip side to this because research has also shown that today's young adults were very fascinated with self-improvement. So there was a survey done in 2016 uh, that says 94% of millennials reported making personal improvement commitments and would be willing to spend on average $300 a month on self-improvement methods. So in that same year, 2016, the self-improvement market was worth $9.9 billion and it's growing every year. They say young adults are the future for that growing market. 
So we are described as very addicted to self-improvement, personal growth, and spiritual growth is actually a really big part of that, which is what we're going to get to. So since we're obviously so very intrigued with improving ourselves, um, I want to throw just one more possible solution to bettering ourselves, specifically with our spiritual growth. And guys, I'll give it to you for free. You can keep your $300 for the month, just put it towards your hand sanitizer, or toilet paper, or whatever. But if you had to narrow your personal growth or your spiritual growth down to one method or tactic, could it be that you will only grow as much as you're willing to serve those around you? Like you will only grow as much as you're willing to help someone else grow. Now hear me out on this because the Bible it actually has a lot to say about this. And there's a point in the Bible in the book of Matthew, it's found in the New Testament or the second half of the Bible. And Jesus, he's talking with some religious leaders and teachers at that time. And they ask him, what is the very greatest commandment? And so Jesus, he breaks it down very simply for them and for us. It still applies to us. He says the single greatest commandment that we can base our lives on, it's this. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. So love God, love others. That is what everything will boil down to. So there's this guy in the Bible, his name is Paul, and he actually wrote a lot of the New Testament, which is the second half of the Bible. And he puts it this way in Galatians 5. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. So our growth as individuals, it cannot be siloed. It cannot be separated or, or compartmentalized. So here's why. You and I will never not find a reason to not focus on ourselves. Like even though we want to grow personally or spiritually, we will always look for loopholes. Like we will always want to find a reason not to do it. Like you may always find a reason not to lead a small group. Just a little plug for small groups. Or you may always find a reason not to invite that friend to come check out church or watch online, whatever it is. But the Bible is actually saying the opposite. It's saying, don't separate yourself. Don't compartmentalize your growth. Because the moment that you look beyond yourself and you look for ways to serve others, that is the moment that you'll see a really pivotal change in your own spiritual growth. Like your spiritual growth, it will boil down to these two commandments. Love God, love others more than anything else. So this is the tension that we actually need to ride. Because if you are someone and you consider yourself a Jesus follower, then you cannot love God and not love the people around you. Like you cannot serve God and not serve the people around you. Your devotion to God, it's shown through your devotion to people. In 1 John uh, chapter 4, in verse 20, it says, If anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on hating his brother or sister, thinking nothing of it, he is a liar. If he won't love the person he can see, how can he love the God he can't see? The command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. So our growth, like my growth, your growth, it will happen like right in the middle of that. 
And I know this is not easy. Like, I don't want to act like this is. I can barely give up Netflix. Um, but choosing others, it doesn't come naturally. It doesn't come easily to us. And this is something that I've struggled with for years, it feels like. Because I was always waiting to get just certain areas of my life in order so that I could then help someone else grow in some way. But yet it never worked. Like, nothing changed. I always ended up picking myself, like I was my own bottom line. So I felt always very, very stunted in my own spiritual growth. But there's a time when Jesus, he was ending his time with his disciples. And one of the very last things that he leaves with them was something the Bible calls the Great Commission. And it's found in Matthew chapter 28. And he says this to his disciples. Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And this is huge because if we ignore this, like we are ignoring one of the most important things that Jesus tells us we need to do as his followers. Like we are responsible to go and make disciples. So it's in the midst of this that this is where our spiritual growth will happen. And taking your eyes off yourself, it will almost immediately be uncomfortable. It will be time consuming, but you will realize things about yourself that you would not realize on your own. Like serving people, it will very quickly point out your blind spots. So the next question I want you guys to answer on our story, can you think of a time when serving someone else, it was inconvenient, maybe even frustrating. I want to hear from you guys. Take a minute and then we'll come back. time when someone that I sort of knew but not really um, we were at this event and at the end she asked for a ride home and I was like yeah I can do that it's no big deal um, so we get to my car I'm about to leave and by now it's about 11:30 at night and she tells me that she actually needs help moving out of her place and she has to be out that night and in that moment I was like what is what and I was I was totally caught off guard um, I was kind of annoyed because I was like, who are you? I don't really know you, but I, I was faced with this decision. I was like, okay, do I help her or do I just kick her out of my car? And I don't know, say no. Um, and so it, we ended up moving her. It was a late night. It was quite early in the morning, but I had to ask myself in that moment, okay, am I willing to serve others like I think I am, even when it's not convenient for me because I didn't really want to do it? Um, or am I all just talk? So Paul talks about this exactly um, later on in Galatians again in chapter 6. He says this, Don't be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, he will harvest. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weeds. All he'll have to show for his life is weeds. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the growth work in him, Harvest a crop of real life, eternal life. So again, the Bible makes it super clear. Like, are you planting weeds or are you planting a harvest? Like picking yourself 
while ignoring others, it will only grow weeds in your life. Okay, I realize this is a very big shift in our perspective, like to look beyond yourself. So before we wind down, I actually want to offer just three, three steps or questions to ask yourself. And the first one being this, in order to get to a place where your spiritual growth depends on your willingness to serve those around you, you first have to start with gratitude. Like gratitude is the first thing that needs to happen before anything else. And here's what I mean by that. It is very hard to feel like you have the ability to help someone else grow when you always feel like you're in a deficit. Like it's very hard not to feel defeated or overwhelmed when you have no idea what you can offer in the first place. So this is where you need to realize um, what you do have rather than what you don't. Gratitude makes a huge difference here. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So the practice of finding three to five things that you're grateful for every day, whether you write it down, you verbalize it, you share it with someone, this makes a huge difference on our outlook. And doing this daily has actually shown to decrease our levels of depression, anxiety, stress, even headaches, while it increases things like our self-esteem, our energy levels, our contentment, fulfillment, our resilience. We're even seen as being more attractive, apparently. So this practice of gratitude, it makes you realize everything that you do have to give away, unless you have the corona. Keep that to yourself, stay home. Um, but this is where we need to start, is with gratitude. So the second step or question you need to ask yourself is this, what kind of Jesus-loving young adult do I wanna shape? And am I that person? Like there's a point in the Bible where Paul, again, the guy I mentioned earlier, um, he was talking to the early church and he says to them, imitate me as I imitate Christ. This is a very bold statement because you are telling those around you, hey, if you do what I do, you'll be imitating Christ. Like that's a very big deal. But this is what discipleship looks like. So we have to ask ourselves, can I even say this to someone else in my life if they were to watch? Even when I became a pastor, I really had to wrestle with this and ask myself, if people look at my life, will it bring them closer to Jesus or push them further away? And I should have asked myself even before I was a pastor, but there were definitely times where I've screwed up, absolutely. And I know there will be times that I mess up, but there were also moments that I really had to acknowledge changes that I had to make. And it's so easy just to feel like inadequate and to let your excuses kind of bubble up. But then Jesus comes and he completely removes our excuses. And he's like, hey, if you believe I'm enough, then go make disciples in my name and I will fill in your deficits. So you may be tempted to focus on yourself again and your inadequacies or what you don't have to offer. But again, that goes against the greatest commandment God gives us. Love him, love his people, serve his people, go make disciples. So don't let yourself stop here. And the third and the final question to ask yourself is this, who can I serve? Like right now with what I have, how can I help someone else grow? And it can be difficult to know where to start with this or who to start with this. Because if you walk up to someone and be like, I'm gonna help you grow, or how can I serve you? Like, unless you're in a restaurant, um, that's super random, that's weird. So when you change your focus and think, okay, my spiritual growth depends on my willingness to serve those around me, 
your perspective towards others, it will shift. Absolutely. So if you don't know where to start, uh, pray. Like God will show up. He will bring people to mind for you. Even asking yourself these questions, it could put people on your radar that you just hadn't noticed before. Or if you notice there's a gap or a hole in a situation where no one is doing anything about it, be willing to serve in that gap. Like find something and begin doing it. Even if it's not what you thought or expected, it's not the perfect situation, I'd rather be caught doing the right wrong thing than just doing nothing. Like doing nothing will not allow you to grow. So again, don't feel like you have to wait here. The best version of your life, it will be spent on those around you. It really will. So start with these three steps, these questions. Start with gratitude daily, asking, what do I have that I can share or give away? And second, ask yourself, what kind of Jesus-loving young adult do I want to shape? And am I that person? And then take those steps to get there and mirror Jesus to others. And thirdly, ask, who can I serve? Like, where can I help someone else grow with what I have? So taking time to work through these questions, guys, it'll have a huge impact on your spiritual growth. It really will. I hope that you are encouraged, and I hope this challenges you for the week ahead as well. But guys, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, especially since it was a little bit different. Thank you for being flexible. Um, just like you, we are unsure what next Sunday will look like, so we'll be taking it one week at a time. Um, please keep following our updates on social media. That's the best way for us to communicate to you what will be happening um, for next Sunday. So we'll let you know once we know. But in the meantime, uh, stay healthy. Please take care of yourselves. And hopefully we'll see you soon. But have a good night.